Hello everyone and welcome back to Things You Can't Ask Your Mum. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to our first ever one last week. We absolutely loved doing it and we're so excited to be here again, beaming at each other across the studio. Still <laughs> smiling. So many teeth again. <laughs> um, so I'm Lindsay. And I'm Lizzie. And this time we're going to talk about breakups. Oh yes. So... We- Sorry. Sorry. Talking God, over each other. So our la- in our first episode we talked about long term relationships. So this was the perfect kind of feed into this next topic, which is breakups, because a lot of you got in touch about having those niggly feelings and having those yeah. thoughts about is it the beginning of the end and how to deal with things and and obviously, you know, hopefully you've all done the right thing and left your partner. No, I'm joking. <laughs> our last podcast what are we going to have started here a mass dumping we were just saying oh, no. um yeah so it's you know it's a, it's a really really difficult thing lizzie and i have been through a couple of breakups each some yeah. more than others um, <laughs> um so i thought you know this is a great place to start yeah and, and also if you're listening and you're heartbroken right now you will definitely be seeking out stuff like this to make yeah, you feel better yeah and just know it does get better yeah. if you think about it like you're either going to get over the person who you're crying over right now yeah and meet someone more amazing or you'll come back together with them that's yeah. what's going to be the tonic for what you're going through now yeah and hopefully at the end of this podcast you will feel better again yes yeah and we are veterans in we heartbreak. are here yes we have both done it in a are big we way just, aren't the, we just I've cried in Pret a few times. <laughs> I've seen Lizzie. I've seen Lizzie in some some states. Don't let me tell you. <laughs> and there is nothing worse. But we better lead up to the heartbreaking moments yeah. of saying a big question we got is about knowing when the end is here. Mm how to find the strength to do it because it's incredibly hard it's so difficult and so should we talk about our own experiences yeah well you had it sprung upon you in your long-term relationship which we did talk about last time yeah and for me it was more of an amicable thing but i remember sitting down with you we were in berlin and it was in december yeah and talking about some problems that i'd had i can't really remember what they were specifically i can't remember i think you were just getting you were at the end of your tether with the general mundane things and you were like oh you know I'm really frustrated with him and the thing we talked about last week again was Lizzie had struggled with the the level of drive that was in her past relationship and that was a big thing for you and that was becoming more and more problematic yeah yeah and I think you'll have known through that conversation that it was the beginning of the end for me even though I wasn't we were together for six months after that yeah yeah so I wasn't fully being honest with myself at that point and I think this is a process that everyone goes through of course you can't rush it it's got to come from you you can listen to all the advice in the world you can listen to this podcast and still not feel ready to do it yeah but you know you've just got to be really in tune with how you're feeling very honest with yourself because otherwise oh you you're gonna be so miserable if you're stuck in something that you you're not happy in and you're doing it at the worst is doing it for the other person because you know that they want to be with you yeah and you're trying to make something work yeah completely and in terms of like finding the strength to do it I think it's fair to say there's never the right moment no for me and for you Mm. through your long-term one it does sort of spring up like it, it spills out of your mouth vice yeah, versa you cannot send it back we always make a joke of like yeah. are you all right yeah nothing to worry about but do you want to sit down <laughs> he's like oh god honestly those words yeah just yeah. do you want to sit down for a minute not yet everything's absolutely fine no, yeah. sit down don't what? panic but yeah don't panic but the worst yeah so there is no right moment yeah. i would say for me it definitely came from a build-up of a frustration of then my other half knowing that something was wrong and then pushing to say what's the matter and then yeah. me just 
I felt like what happened was I got to a point where I'd said too much and voiced too much of what was wrong for then him to basically be honest and say he wasn't willing to have the solutions for that. And then he came to me with what he wasn't happy with and I just said, and I don't really have the solutions for that. Yeah. And even as we went through it, it was like, but we're not breaking up. Like, obviously we're not. And then it kind of happened over about two weeks. It doesn't feel real, does it? And when you're going through that process. No. Yeah. And then at some point you have to just say, okay, one of us leaves. Or if you live together, you change the dynamic in some way. I mean, there's so many different nuances to how you can be going through this. Yeah, there's so many ways that this plays out. Like, obviously for me, in my my first instance, I was broken up with, unfortunately, for him. And (laughs) I, um, that was, in some ways I knew because I had had a, a thought and a feeling driving back to him one day like is this the most loved I'm ever going to feel in my life yeah and I was and I'd put it to the back of my mind it was a one second thought yeah and I was like no of course not like this is like true love it must be it must be yeah because I'd never fucking felt anything else no and you, so you think that that's, it, it is and you think that that's the be all and end all because it's what you know it's what you're used to you're often entangled in a family a friendship group and all of these things and you're like no 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 yeah. no, no there's too many factors here this is you know this is this is it. it's got to be it um and then when it did happen I was I was shocked, but wasn't surprised if that makes sense. I, I, it was it was a really difficult one because I knew it was I knew it was coming because yeah. we were both so unhappy at this point. But I didn't expect it to be that day whilst yes. I was watching a friends marathon at home. Yeah, but this is what I mean. And there's no right those, time. Yeah, and he just him, came he just in got and had to, to say it, point. and I was like, oh lord. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then I had another experience that was where I was the dumper yes um and this man was an angel and bent over backwards for me and would have done anything for me and he's honestly one of the most amazing men i've ever had the pleasure of knowing in my life and i'm just you know it's just one of those things it wasn't it wasn't an attractive thing and and you know i like you were saying lizzie i was more best friends with him and just have so much love and respect for him even now he's just so wonderful but i couldn't i couldn't get past the um the friendship part I was like is this it I think this is all it is and but I kept trying to make it work I kept voicing my opinion and being quite strong about it and then thinking no Lindsay being ridiculous everyone loves him your mum loves everything you know it's such a sweetheart so amazing I was like you're being stupid you're just pushing someone away here because you're worried or you're scared that's all it is and anyway we did this dance for like you know three breakups through and then it got to the end when I was like I can't put him through this anymore it needs to be and I had to rip the plaster off and be a little bit harsh because he still maybe had some hope but it was my fault because I was giving him that hope and that is cruel and that's a really important point as well if you're in a place where you think that the love is shifting in terms of one of you's feeling more intensely than the other yeah. and you essentially know where you're at with it be honest with how fair you think you're being to somebody yeah. like we don't all have loads of time ahead of us especially no. so if you think it's something where you can work on it start the conversation now to have to you know get to the point where you're working on it mm. if ultimately you don't want to be there then you just have to do the kind thing and and it's so easy to say that sat here because it's so incredibly hard to do and it does take strength because the logistics of it alone like it tips your whole life on its head like if you live together all of that stuff but it's not impossible it isn't impossible it isn't impossible and everyone has been through it or will go through it and I I don't know a single person that is more miserable for doing it no I really don't it's hard and it'll hurt your heart and everything will feel shit for a little while but you know get your mates around you your family around you yeah and put your energy into something else to answer the question how to know when to end it quite directly do you think that you can have the thought and then still claw everything back and it be all right or do you think if the thought's there and fully formed it's the beginning of the end i think 
if it's fully formed and you're thinking about it quite often, then it is the beginning of the yeah. end and you should listen because your gut tells you exactly what you need yeah. to know. For me, I found myself being further ahead of it than I was being, than I realised, basically. Yeah. I remember talking to a friend about it. It wasn't you, talking yeah. to another friend about it. Not another friend. And so, <laughs> I had one other friend. <laughs> and saying, oh, could we maybe live together if I moved to London? And she was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's you, this come from? Yeah, you, oh. you're like three steps ahead of what you're presenting to be at. Yeah. And which I hadn't really realised, but you do find yourself moving on you to logistical do. things. And it's that thing of everybody says like, well, I've mentally checked out of this long before. And yeah. that's the point that I got to with my ex where I, you know, I had to be cruel to be kind to yeah. let him go. Yeah. Was that I was so, so, so done with it way before he was. Yeah. Um, and yeah those those are often the easier ones to move forward through yes. in terms of where you are obviously you still have like the love and respect and you hope that they're okay and you know they'll be okay yeah but it's you, you kind of harbor a bit of guilt in that situation yeah. Yeah. as well because the last thing you want to do is hurt that person yeah. but ultimately you have to because you can't be in the relationship anymore yeah. and that's all they want what about walking away from a relationship that you don't want to leave but you know you have to because it's toxic making you unhappy that can be even harder i feel like that is probably the, one of the most difficult scenarios yeah. that you'll ever find yourself in because it depends on you know the behavior of the person if it's if it's toxic or manipulative or something and you know it's bad you yeah. know it's wrong your family know it's wrong yes. your friends know you it's wrong yeah then oh god then you you're really in deep then because yeah. you you're in it you're in kind of a space of denial I would always say yes. that you're just so in love and no but he's not like that with me and he's yeah you know you have this kind of secret relationship together that no one sees and you think that it's the be all and end all but yeah. then in the wide wide world everyone can see that is not appropriate behavior no. to, towards someone that you love no uh, you know and we hear about lots of relationships that are like this that can be toxic and damaging and manipulative and I know Lizzie, you've had yeah, an experience with somebody who's very that. manipulative. Yeah. Um, and it is just the most difficult thing to get away from. And as a friend, watching you go through that, yeah. I many times tried to drag her kicking and screaming. <laughs> and she'd look at me and listen to me and nod and say, yes, my logical head is understanding all of this. Yeah. It is bad. It is the worst thing ever. But did she go back? Of course she fucking did. Yeah. Because you can't not listen yeah. to your heart. And it's your so head and your heart hard. are different places. And it took a long old time. It did. And I spent a long around. time going, my heart will catch up with my head. But yeah. ultimately it only did when I left. It really so did. So you re if you're in this and you're unhappy every single day, just walk away you and it's have to get so rip it hard off. get out yes it's so 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 hard yeah. but you will your heart will catch up with your head but not if not if it's a manipulative person who's not allowing it to no. which somebody can do to you like oh, if you're God, fully yeah. in it yeah then it's easy for someone to do that but you just need to rip off the plaster like you keep saying Lynn, yeah. and walk away from it and that's a really specific experience to go through of course, though, where yeah. it's something toxic. And we are generally yeah. talking about, you know, leaving a happy relationship that's yeah. hard in a completely different way. Yeah. But there are so many, so many different types of relationships that need, you know, and you'll go through breakups in so many yeah. different ways. And some are amicable, some yeah. are shocking, some are you can't leave because of a toxic relationship. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's so so difficult and you, you, you never know how you're going to react or behave or yes. fare until you do it. But the only thing that you, you must know is that if you have these thoughts and something isn't right and you aren't happy, no matter what situation you're in, you, you have to walk away yeah. and you're not going to be able to start living a happy life until you do. No. And we can promise you that friends and great times and great plans and just having that support network around you 
help you more than you will ever know and you will look back and think Jesus that was awful but look at me now yeah absolutely and I think we got a lot of questions about the process of heartbreak and it's different for what sort of relationships you're leaving basically yeah and we can't sugarcoat it and say if you sat listening to this and you're in a place where this is filling you with a level of dread because you know you've got to go do something you don't want to do yeah we cannot sugarcoat it and say it's going to be a walk in the park and the next few months ahead of you are going to be a breeze because they're not it's going to be like extremely miserable but at the other end it's so much better and so worth weathering this storm which will be a lot more brief the quicker you make changing make changes That's and it, decisions yeah. yeah and uh, heartbreak is hideous it consumes you completely yeah and it is different like i've experienced grief on different levels and heartbreak is the most intense thing i've experienced oh. on a day-to-day basis yeah of how it just completely affects every aspect of your life but it's a lot more short-lived than grief it's a really different sort of a grief yeah um and you just have to go through it and know and everyone around you'll say it'll get better and when you're in it you're like i'm never gonna feel like no. me again i'm never gonna feel better no listen to everyone around you they're right it yeah. will get better it always does and even though you want to tell them like to shove that comment up their ass yeah they are right because they've been there and they've done it and we've been there and we've done it and yeah. we're sat here today both in very happy relationships looking at the sort of women that we were last time yeah that let those things go on that endured things for other people's sakes and you know we're only human you do things off the back of gut reactions feelings like love and it, it's also cloudy when you do feel yeah. you feel that way about somebody but yeah it's oh, so it's, hard it's and all one. like cliches and songs about it being the last thing you think about before you go to sleep and the yeah. first thing you think about when you wake up yeah are so true it and is. i remember mum saying to me that when you go through something like that suddenly it'll get to like 11 o'clock and you'll realize you haven't thought of that person yet yeah and that's the process of it like slowly you flush them out yeah you do you filter them on out you do yeah but you have to weather it and it doesn't yeah. happen quickly it doesn't happen overnight absolutely not no it's exhausting it's exhausting to be in and it's exhausting to watch because you want to you feel like you're banging your head against a brick wall especially Especially if it's with a friend yeah because you know you not you know you know what's good for them you know them and you know what's happening to them is so sad and yeah. you're just like I can just see the light just come with me it's yeah. over here I know yeah <laughs> please <laughs> on that note as well we got questions about seeing your ex again and yeah. my honest opinion is to get over someone don't see them don't yeah. talk oh, don't God, see no, them nothing. zero contact and zip. yeah if you're heartbroken you desperately like want to keep messaging yeah. and keep holding on to something but that process can still make them control your daily mood so like yeah. have they messaged you how do you feel if they haven't if they don't until the afternoon do you spend your morning an anxious wreck all of yeah. this rubbish it's those two blue ticks on whatsapp that oh. will always fuck you up the dreaded two blue oh, ticks oh god dreaded yeah cut them out like, oh. and it's so hard to do because if you're in it it's the last thing you're doing is oh but if i could just oh but if maybe maybe yeah. if we just just don't just and it's like stop. <laughs> it's like a drug you need feeding don't you you need yeah. like a tiny bit more just a tiny bit more just yes. a tiny bit more to make me feel better yeah. and it's oh my god yeah so not good and it will either like for my long-term relationship that lack of content and we did keep in touch for a little bit but it was as I'd said before very amicable and a certain love lost so it wasn't quite as intense yeah as the breakup that you went through yeah where you're desperately wanting more oh, from somebody. all I wanted to do was talk to him yeah. and like, I remember getting we had the breakup I got in the car put the only thing that I could see useful was a spare pair of knickers in my coat pocket got in my car drove down <laughs> drove down the motorway the m60 back to mum and dad got there had a pair of knickers with me nothing else mum greeted me with a brandy i was like since when a of you ever drunk brandy i don't give i just knocked it back and like led on the oh sofa and was gosh. like is this my life now 
um, and um, <laughs> with the knickers in your pocket. Honestly, knickers. She's like, "Have you packed anything?" I was just like, "No." She's like, "Oh Christ, I'll get you some pajamas." Um, uh, yeah, awful. But I remember being there, and so I didn't really. I, I thought in my heart of hearts that maybe this was just you know our huge first blip in six years. Like we never, we were never one of those couples that broke up, got back together, were having a break. This, that, yeah, the other. Like, yeah. I had no time for that. And I remember. This was, you know, a couple of hours later, his mum, dad, they were separated, and his older brother all text me at varying degrees, like sister-in-law, sister, Lindsay, I'm so sorry. And I was like, fuck, he told everyone, shit, it's happening. Like, yeah, I was yeah. like, mum, no, it's done, oh. like beside myself. And I remember thinking, oh my God. And because, and then his brother had actually said, I'm sure in a couple of weeks when you both calm down, you can probably get together come and see him and you can like talk about things properly when emotions aren't so high and I was like yeah that's a good good idea and I clung and clung and clung onto his older brother's suggestion yeah um and it just never happened it could never happen no. and this I'm five oh my god how many years four and a half years down the line I have never seen the kid since yeah. never and ultimately he did the kindest thing he did he you. really did because I I did text now and again and was yeah. like how, like how's it been going because he'd got a new job and this and the other and I'd moved to London and so big changes were happening for both of us yeah and he was turning 30 and so I sent him a card and I just kind of kept dipping my toe in yeah and then there was one very short blast where we were talking a lot and it felt like normal and yeah. I was so comforted by it that it frightened me yeah and then we yeah. agreed I was going to go back to Preston um and we were going to go for a drink for his 30th and I was like do you know what I'll come back let's go for a drink it's yeah. been a while now let's we've you know this. We've, yeah, yeah. And then a couple of days before we were talking and he was like, how do you feel about it? And I was like, I don't know if I can. And I was like, God, that's come from me. That's a big thing. Because yes. I would have been like, yes, of course, I'll do please, anything. anything. Please, please yeah. let me see you. And he was like, yeah, I'm kind of feeling the same. Maybe yeah. we leave it longer. And then we just didn't do it. And like, that, that was it. Yeah. That was literally it. And then I had a wobble, maybe, I don't know, maybe three years ago or so. Yeah. Um, where I just text and said, We've been broken up about a year. Um, like, how are you? How is everything? And this, and it, it didn't get a response. And I was like, Yeah, yeah I should never yeah. have sent that. I was yeah. like, I literally wanted to throw my phone in the Thames. Yeah, I was like, Why have you done it. this? Yes. Lindsay? Why yeah. have you done it? Yeah, and, it, and I, I regretted it as soon as I'd done it. But I thought, Do you know what? No, this is nice. Like, uh, how are you? Like, what's yeah. going on in your life? And touching you know, base. Yes, yeah, touching base. Why? Don't do it. Don't no, bother. No. You're setting yourself up for for, yeah. for a fall. And it's so hard when you're in the immediate aftermath though, because yeah. all you want to do is talk to them. It and is. But because he didn't give me what I wanted, yeah. which was contact and maybe to see him and stuff. You had to move on quicker. Was, I had to. Yeah. I had to. Yeah. There was no hope there, because that's the cruelest no. thing you can do to someone, dangle is hope them, if yeah, there is not. It. Yeah. Um, and you can do that accidentally in some ways of trying to be compassionate. Of yeah, saying, and be like, no. Yeah, and be like, yeah, let's go for this drink. Yeah. Or, you know, that's nice. Let's catch yeah. up. We're, you know, we've been together a long time. Got a lot of love and respect there. Yeah. Let's do this. He um, knew you were hurting. So it could be like, yeah, I'll see like, her. She need needs this response. Yeah. And also I can be really persuasive. So maybe you agree about that. <laughs> <laughs> she switches it on in no chance. <laughs> but yeah, you've got to be really honest about... If you want to still talk to them, why? Is it a certain comfort blanket that's still there? Yeah. Are you clinging on to some hope? And, and vice versa, yeah. are you allowing someone to have hope when there is none? Yeah. Because if you cut someone out of your life that's been difficult or toxic, like we'd said, or just a big part of your life for a long time, yeah. no contact is the best way to move on because you're going to start forming a life without them 
sooner basically yeah. Yeah. and then maybe later down the line there'll be space for them in your life again in a different capacity yeah but you have to ta- take that time to form something without them first absolutely and also like lizzie and i had the luxury of moving cities after our breakup yeah. so we didn't actually ever have to run into no. or share a group of friends with our exes yeah but if you are in a situation where you're in a huge mutual group of friends and you've gone through a breakup like that I can imagine is so difficult because yeah. why why give up your friends and your friendship group and not give up your friends but you know avoid things and avoid situations where they're going to be there yeah you just have to make your own make your own plans for the for the time being make sure that that person's not going to be around because you don't want any setbacks and yeah. honestly I've never felt as sick as imagining bumping into him yeah oh gosh yeah that yeah. there is nothing yeah. like that so just you know there are ways around it and I know it's difficult because you're like oh but it's my friendship group and I you know, it, oh, it's so hard, but yeah. you have to, have to make new plans. Be strict with yourself. Yeah. The, you know, the people in your friendship group will understand that you need to now carve a little new yes. path yeah. and do what's best for you and yeah. they'll support you in that. So just be brave. Yeah, definitely. And like I remember when my long-term ex followed me on Instagram, small things like that are doing what you've got to do to protect yourself. Yeah. And there's, you're completely entitled to do things like you that, are. to block people, yeah. whatever you have to do. If someone is making it difficult for you, even just by like seeing their name can make it difficult. And that's oh, not yeah. their fault. No, when your stomach flips at things like yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. it's all part of the process and it's really hard and you'll have good days when you go through heartbreak and then it will creep up on you again. You'll have yeah. another bad day and you'll think, oh no, I'm about to square one. And yeah. it's just, it's a certain grieving process. It is of someone who once had a huge presence in your life not being there and it's normal to have ups and downs with it but you can really drag it out if you just allow constant contact with stuff yeah absolutely Um, which doesn't really benefit either of you if you've made the decision you don't want to be together no and things like being friends which I think is a conversation a lot it's really normal to want to cling on to something when you've left especially a long-term thing yeah of like but we can't throw away this friendship all these years this history all these excuses you can throw up which are excuses at the end of the day if you're not happy Uh, because you'll go and find those with somebody else yeah but it's really easy to go maybe we can still be friends and maybe you can but you just need that space in between yeah you do you need some perspective on it and you will feel so differently coming back at it when you reapproach it yeah having taken your heart out of that situation yeah um, and I suppose it might be quite useful to talk about once you've broken up, if you're newly single, yeah. if you're newly single, how do you navigate that? Yeah. I mean, dating, we've got as a whole topic coming up later, yeah. which we'll talk about in depth in terms of online dating. But even just day to day, the fact you, you may have messaged someone about a certain thing every day or yeah. like, the person who you'd update about your daily life isn't there at the end of the phone yeah. anymore. You swap that person in for a close friend that yes. you trust and you know that will bring you up and... Yes you know make good plans and do yeah. things like that and you've got to you've got to get over it yeah you do and it's a chance to be really independent in a really rewarding way like yeah. if there's something you'd have shared with someone write it down for yourself like get a notebook and write it down for you yeah and then you'll become so much more self-sufficient which mm-hmm. in turn is the growth that you go through between relationships that you're more equipped for the next one that's coming your way yeah and don't be doom and gloom if you're feeling doom and gloom it will get better completely and you will yeah. meet somebody else of course you will <laughs> that's what a dating app's for yeah, oh yes yeah. oh yeah definitely and the fact final thing we'd had which I suppose we've touched on is if you've got an ex that won't leave you alone which mm. I think ties into the t- a toxic yeah manipulative kind of thing yeah and yeah. just Lock. you've said no you've got the strength you've walked away and yet they yeah. come and track you down yeah and it's understandable in why people do it because it's this control taken from you and yeah. we talk about this so much yeah. when you're going through a breakup 
or even like a wobbly patch in a relationship, like you and James arguing or something. Yeah. It's a control thing. Of course, you is. feel like you got the upper hand or not. It's such a basic human instinct. Yeah, and it's and, normal. Yeah, so normal. And if someone takes the control away from you, it makes you panic and want to do things to get it back. Yeah, and it takes a lot to just go. Do you know what? The control I have is to step away entirely yeah. and to not allow you to do this because you just end up in this really weird dance that goes on for so long. Yeah. Um, which can also like I know when you and James argue he always says like well maybe I'm just gonna leave stuff like that all right go on then (laughs) at the beginning I used to go shit don't leave me Christ I've just found you yeah and then now I'm like right see you later have you got keys well you don't need them because you're not coming back (laughs) and that's like such a good example of how it can also manifest in something that's really healthy and wholesome which is what Lindsay and James have got but it's still a basic human instinct yeah absolutely and it's so normal so normal it just really rears its ugly head in a breakup it really does and like you can block people people there's always that option yeah so like i said earlier the topic of dating specifically we're going to talk about later on yeah but in terms of you mentioned it um a bit ago about just learning to be single initially yeah. not in terms of meeting someone else just that nope. process of being single being single and and getting yourself to a point where you're happy on your own and mm-hmm. like you said that you know you've got to top yourself up in a relationship yeah. you have to be super super happy by yourself before you can meet somebody else going forward if you want yes. to meet somebody else that can come and just enhance your life you yeah. need to be all right on your own first yeah um and i suppose for me like i i've had really short intense bursts of being single because i'm not i'm i'm independent and i'm great on my own but I also really like being in a relationship yeah and that's also okay like I don't need someone but I like having someone I really like being in a relationship so I after my first big breakup I moved straight to London yeah and I'd obviously not I'd not I've not been with anybody else or seen anybody else in those six years and the whole thing had changed in that it was now down to dating gaps if I was ever going to meet anybody else again so I tried not to think about dating or meeting anybody else for a while I just got to London I had a group of friends here and we went out and made plans all the time yeah Um, I just felt like being busy was the best distraction and whilst I wasn't fully dealing with it head on yeah it really bought me some time to feel happy in myself so that I was in a better place to then tackle it mentally yeah, on my own. Yeah. And like you say, write things down and maybe go and speak to somebody about how you're feeling, how you can navigate Absolutely. those feelings of grief and loss because you know it is a grieving process. It's a huge grieving yeah. process. That person that's been there every single day, day in, day out, morning, noon, night, yeah. for everything yes. is now no longer there. Yeah. And that love is so intense and then it just gets ripped away. Yeah. So for me, I really drew on family and friends' support. Yeah. And, you know, being single is really fun. It is, And it finding is. yourself is really fun. And becoming yeah. independent again is really fun. Yeah. You just have to give it everything. Yeah. Make an effort. Treat yourself to something new and go out on a Saturday night yeah. with the girls. Like, go Absolutely. and really, really enjoy your life. Yeah. And if there's that bar that you've always wanted to go to, go. That yeah. restaurant, go. Even just go around to your mates for like a little pizza and a wine night. Yeah. The best thing ever pajama parties a solo trip yeah that's exactly. what i did yeah, solo trip was a really good idea yeah for me i definitely threw myself into work more than anything yeah. but then i think similarly i moved down to london shortly after which was like a career thing yeah but because my motivation for leaving that relationship had been where my career was at and how much i wanted to focus on it yeah just then gave me the opportunity to in some ways 
not deal with it because I was just work, 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 work. Yeah. So it's that finding that balance weird, of not burying your head in the sand, yeah. and which is difficult. But again, your support system around you can identify when you're not doing, doing it. Much, if you're partying uh, yeah. too much or something, or yeah. like working too hard and not having any downtime, which yeah. is what I was completely guilty of. Yeah. Of people saying, "No, oh, you need to have some time to sit with yeah. your thoughts a little bit, and also enjoy your social life. Like, yes. it's great throwing yourself into work. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, but you also need to let your hair down and really oh, enjoy yeah. life." Like, and, and travel, freedom. like we said, like yeah. the travel aspect of all of that. I'd not been to, I'd barely, barely left Europe. I've been to yeah. Australia once and like maybe America once or something like that when I was with him. And then the second that all ended, I honestly couldn't tell you how, how far and wide I've been now. Yeah. And that's all off the back of me having this hunger for life that I never yeah, had before. Yeah. I think the freedom, it can be such an opportunity of, there's no ties to you. No. Nope. Small things like you can just get up, like someone can text you at nine o'clock on a Friday night and say, do you fancy a drink? And you can just go, do you know what? Yeah, yeah I do. And just go. And there's yeah. nobody who you've got to say, oh, I'll be back at this time. No, blah, you're not blah. responsible for anybody. Yeah. No. Make the most of those little moments yeah. because they are... Like quite precious moments because yeah. at some point the rest of your life is probably going to be somewhat devoted to another person and these are like the shorter periods for a lot of people being single yeah absolutely. and it's so much fun and just enjoy so it fun. and just like get to know yourself yeah. completely i think that's the first step is like find your own sense of self yeah. your independence make yourself happy yeah you've got your own support system to help you do that and people will be able to identify yes. from a mile off yeah when you're doing well and when you're not doing yeah. so well no matter how much you try and oh, hide it yeah. we'll always seek oh, you out oh yeah i can like see lynn's come to me across like halfway down oxford street and i'll be like oh someone's oh, having a bad day oh, God. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah and vice versa I'm yeah sure. exactly yeah absolutely it's in your face isn't it yeah but i just think generally it's so easy to feel doom and gloom that's it what is. heartbreak is it you've is. got no perspective it's like you're walking around with a dark cloud yeah. over your what head. do we say you can't see the wood for the, the trees, trees. <laughs> and also like allow yourself time to wallow if you need to sit in bed with some yeah. biscuits and a cup of tea yeah with your mum on tap up and down the stairs putting the kettle did? on and off all day yeah, yeah. This sounds familiar and this is exactly what you need to do and if your body's telling you to do that and that's all you want to do then you can but you've got there's got to be an end to that as well yeah. but yeah. you're allowed to be with your thoughts and your feelings and then i did that i mean i didn't do it for three weeks but i feel like i got i went on my first date um after three weeks yeah which i felt was quite soon but i just yeah. needed to do something yeah, yeah, yeah and i also need male attention i'm so yeah. i'm sorry to say um so i was like i need to make sure that I'm not an ogre yeah. here and I'm going to maybe have a chance at like love with someone else not on the first person but no. you know just yeah. just to test the waters and that'll come at different times for all of you yeah. so that might not be in part as part of your plan you might randomly meet someone that you're like oh you're you're all right yeah yeah um, but yeah you just you and just like, go with what you feel that it's about you being honest with yourself and saying male attention makes me feel better. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. Just and got to be yeah. honest about it and yeah. then go out and seek it if that's what makes you feel better. Yeah. I'm like less like that in some yeah. ways, but it's there's nothing wrong with whatever you feel like you need no, to do to make not. yourself... It's your process. It's your yeah. healing. If you need to get under someone else to get over someone, then just go and do it. Yeah, we'll, co- <laughs> we'll cover that in dating. We've got a huge amount to tell you about that. Oh, no. I, was, I keep kind of... It's like the tip of my tongue and I'm like, no, we need to no, save it. We save need to it. save it. Save the juicy bits. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so where, in whatever way that you want to do it, you can. And yeah. whether that is having a bit of a good old time, yeah. you know, then yeah. you can. Yeah, get your fill. Yeah. And so I suppose in conclusion, yeah, if you are in a relationship and the itch is there and the niggle is there, be really honest with yourself about you being cruel to yourself, cruel to the other person. Yeah. There's never a right time. It's never easy. There's a thousand and one excuses yeah. to put in front of you. But at some point, you're just going to have to swallow a really hard pill and be brave. Yeah, it'll always be right as long as you feel it. Yeah. 
And if you're going through heartbreak, it just will get better. We promise. We promise it will. Also, on another note about that, avoid caffeine, avoid yeah. alcohol, yeah. drink lots of chamomile tea, chamomile and try tea. and keep yourself nice, nice and sleep a lot. Level. I calm. remember you once telling me you heal so much as you sleep. You sleep, yeah. Your body sleep. repairs itself when you yeah. sleep. Try and sleep lots. That definitely yeah. helps. Yep. And makes the days sort of pass you by which sometimes you need at the initial bit but don't let that be continued behavior no otherwise we'll come and find you (laughs) drag you out of bed (laughs) so thank you so much for listening again tune in next week um, because we will be talking about friendships everything friendships (laughs) thank you so much for listening and if you've liked what you've listened to please do leave us a review see you next week see you in a week (laughs) 